the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So there's a danger when you do what I do, believing that everyone is as engaged on the same things you're engaged on. Twitter is my social media platform of choice. It is perhaps the most misleading social media platform out there because it has a disproportionate number of liberals and leftists on it. Facebook is still king. In social media, and it's not close. But today, Twitter updated its policies. Updated makes it sound like an improvement. It was not an improvement. It was a degradation of its policies. Purposeful in an effort to solve problems, they say. And I think they're right about that. It's just a matter of what problems are they solving and Is the solution to those problems noble or ignoble? We discuss at the outset of a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along here on 98.9 The Answer. Take us with you wherever you go. iHeartTuneInRadio.com app. You can download our app. Search 98.9 FM The Answer in the iTunes and Google Play Store. You don't have to be on Twitter for what happened today to have a marked impact on your life. Probably not today. Maybe not next week. But certainly by 2022, Election Day, and definitely, definitely by Election Day in 2024. You may have heard of James O'Keefe of Project Veritas, Jack Posobiec, Elijah Schaefer, and other people who do good work exposing lies, crimes, Matters of great import to the survival of our republic. Independent journalists or journalists who are aligned with, admittedly, conservative outlets. You will not be hearing much of their consequential reporting as much, if at all, anymore. Because what Twitter did today was basically give permission to itself to censor content it doesn't like that makes people it does like look bad or to eliminate content that makes causes Twitter likes look bad. Can you imagine a world where we no longer have video from citizen journalists that exonerate someone like Kyle Rittenhouse? Well, You're certainly not going to see that video on Twitter anymore because Twitter now has 
banned content that the person who is in said content basically has the right of refusal over on whether you see it or not. Yeah, always before, and I'm kind of a geek for this because as a journalist, you have to understand, and I'm not a journalist anymore because, you know, why would I want to claim that title when journalism as a profession is dead? But journalists back in the day had to know how to avoid, at all costs, libel and slander. You did not want to get a call from an attorney saying that you were going to cost your employer any money, let alone hundreds of thousands of dollars. And one defense that you always had, and it was universal, was that if you observe something happen on a street corner, if you had video of it, if you had a photo of it, if it occurred in what is typically referred to as the public domain, any average Joe or Joanne could have seen what you saw. You just happened to document it with your camera phone or with a tape recorder or some other kind of device that preserved that content and proved that what you said happened actually happened. You were in the clear. You didn't have to go over to the person beating the other person over a head, over the head with a skateboard or a pipe and say, hey, Mr. Person beating that guy over the head with a pipe, would it be okay with you if I put the video of you committing a felony out there for everyone to see? Is that okay with you? Could you sign this release form? No, you didn't have to do that. Well, now, in order to get that video on Twitter, you have to do that. You must do that. In fact, if you don't do that, Twitter reserves the right not to run it. Now, how do you think this is going to work out? Do you think that if a left-leaning Antifa or BLM wacko records secretly a video of someone who Twitter doesn't like, that Twitter will staunchly come to their aid and not allow that video to be released on their platform? Or do you think that only the videos that may make, well, I don't know, let's pick a name out of thin air, uh, Hunter Biden, or somebody like that, might be resigned to the cutting room floor at Twitter headquarters. Here's the policy, right from Twitter's own website. As part of our ongoing efforts to build tools with privacy and security, see, it's for your own good. We are updating our existing private information policy and expanding its scope to include private media. Under our existing policy, publishing other people's private information, well, that's prohibited. Of course it is. You can't put somebody's phone number on Twitter, and you shouldn't be able to either. But now we've set the table. We've made it sound so harmless and so altruistic. Let us tell you what we're really doing. And get out your magnifying glass so you can read between the lines. There are growing concerns about the misuse of media and information that is not available elsewhere online as a tool to harass, intimidate, and reveal the identities of individuals. You mean like, like say, James O'Keefe recording undercover videos 
of people who are harvesting ballots in Minneapolis, who are uh, fraudulently cooking the books on elections? You mean those kinds of videos? Yes, actually, we mean exactly those kinds of videos. Who are those growing concerns among, I wonder? Are there any of those growing concerns present on the conservative side of the aisle? If so, I haven't heard any, and I certainly haven't articulated any. I think those concerns are all coming from way to the left. But let me continue. Twitter also says, sharing personal media, such as images or videos, can potentially violate a person's privacy. And they may, potentially in may, lead to emotional or physical harm. The misuse of private media can affect everyone, but can also have a disproportionate effect on women, activists, dissidents, and members of minority communities. Really? Let's examine that sentence veracity, shall we? Is that a true sentence? The misuse of private media can affect everyone. A a true, I guess. Yeah, I'll agree with that but can have a disproportionate effect on women, activists, dissidents, and members of minority communities. Now, why would that be? First of all, is that true? Can you give me any data on that? Uh, Well, I guess the data you could have is that there are a lot more videos online of Antifa and BLM wackos burning down cities and committing crimes because, funny thing, when those three defendants in Georgia are convicted of murdering Ahmed Arbery? Nobody on the right riots, blinks an eye, protests. But, you know, when Kyle Rittenhouse justifiably shoots people in self-defense, all hell breaks loose. Would that be because there's a disproportionate impact on... Activists and dissidents? Yeah, maybe. But see, Twitter doesn't like that. And they are just going to put an end to it. Now, here's the thing. As you know, I firmly believe God is in control. If he wants our country to go down the tubes, it will. And there's nothing you, me, or anyone can do about it. I do think we're called to speak the truth, fight against it, stand for truth. Twitter may be bringing to life the very personification articulated many times in Scripture that uh, the intelligence of the intelligent, I will frustrate. Oh, the people on the left think they are so intelligent. I mean, why wouldn't they think so? They have all the big degrees and they populate all the big universities. This may hasten a move of many people who want a free exchange of ideas to gravitate to Telegram or Parler or other apps, or it may create a market for a new app. Twitter has the biggest share of the market in its own little particular kind of social media, different than Facebook, but this may be Twitter enacting a policy that will only increase the noise of the echo in its own echo chamber. As conservatives, people like 
Project Veritas, Elijah Schaefer, Blaze TV, Jack Posobiec, and other people who don't share Twitter's politics gravitate to other platforms. And you know what will be funny? And it will be funny. Is that pretty soon, liberals' ears will start ringing over on Twitter from hearing the same thing from the same people, and they'll get curious about one of those evil Trump voters saying over on Tumblr and Parler. And you know what? You're welcome to come. You're welcome to come because we prize freedom. We appreciate freedom. You don't, but you nevertheless are welcome to experience it. Not on Twitter, not anymore, but hopefully elsewhere and hopefully always. So I cannot overstate the significance of this Twitter policy update. They're going to use this policy to exorcise from public view rioting videos. You know, the other day I ran a video, it's just reprehensible video, of a man in a wheelchair, a black man in a wheelchair. Well, this will probably send Twitter's head spinning. Like, what do we do? Here's Here's a black man victimized. Yeah, but he's black. He's victimized by other black men. Oh boy, what do we do? Can't call Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey out one day. Twitter CEO, and I knew it. Everybody rejoiced. Oh, the Wicked Witch is dead. Jack Dorsey's out. No, the next guy will be worse. The next guy will be worse. Like, yeah, got rid of Cuomo in New York. Get rid of himself. Rude, crude, boorish behavior. The successor, Kathy Hochul's worse. Ending elective surgeries because Omicron is out. Omicron. Yeah, Omicron. If it exists, a new variant to COVID, it's more contagious, they say. Which, why are these things always more contagious than the last one? But the funny part of this is, and I was speaking with a doctor who I have enormous respect for, one of the smartest guys I know. And I, and I said, you know, they always say these things are more contagious. Does that mean they're more dangerous? He said, well, well, no, because the way viruses work when they mutate, if they were more dangerous than the one before, they would kill off the host, and then they wouldn't mutate anymore. So they, they will mutate, but they will much more often be less virulent, less dangerous. But they play up the fact that it's more contagious, because then you assume it's more dangerous, Right which ratchets up the fear, which ratchets up your willingness to do what they tell you to do, which is get vaccinated twice and get boosted at least once, maybe more. But these are the kinds of things that Twitter can use with Jack Dorsey out, next person in, like the governor of New York, who's ended elective surgeries, even though this next uh, variant is not uh, not that dangerous. She's ended elective surgeries. So she's ratcheting up the fear They would not have gotten rid of Cuomo if they didn't have a worse person to take his place. Likewise, Jack Dorsey wouldn't be stepping down if Twitter didn't have somebody worse to take over for him or if he wasn't willing to step aside and let somebody worse take over for him. So, new policy from Twitter says, media of private individuals without the permission of the person depicted can no longer be posted on Twitter. So if you're on a subway, and you've seen this video, right? You're on a subway, and you see 
uh, innocent person sitting there, and somebody goes over and, for whatever reason, maybe they're high on drugs, maybe they're a racist, maybe they're whatever, they go over and they start slapping them around. In the old days, when people had courage, a mob of angry bystanders would go over and take care of the issue. I'm not advocating mob violence, but nowadays, well, first of all, we've got some different things to worry about now, right? First of all, it's much more likely now that the person doing the violence that you would go try to stop might have a gun on them, a knife on them, or something like that. You could lose your life trying to be a good Samaritan. Or you could be videoed by somebody else, and it might look like you're actually the cause of the issue rather than somebody trying to end the issue. So I understand it. But these videos serve a purpose in our society to see an accurate picture of what our cities have become. But Twitter doesn't want you to see them because they want you to think that reality is what they say it is. Reality is exactly what they say it is. Do not believe your lying eyes. The border is more secure. Right? Afghanistan is an extraordinary success. Not a humiliating failure. So what will they do if you take a video of somebody like the one I showed the other day? Mugging and beating a paralytic to steal whatever money he had on him. Twitter says, when private information or media has been shared on Twitter, we will need a first-person report or a report from an authorized representative in order to make a determination that the video that has been sh- has been shared without their permission. When we are notified by the individuals depicted or by an authorized representative that they did not consent to having their image or video shared, we will remove it. Wow. So I wonder, would none of those January 6th videos got out? Would Twitter have come to the aid of those Trump patriots who jumped over, pushed over, and removed barriers and went into the Capitol to commit insurrection by selfie? Would Twitter have said, you know, I don't have I don't have permission from the whack job in the buffalo horn hat. We can't run that. You really think that'll happen if there is a next time? And I pray there is not a next time. Do you think that'll happen? If you do think that will happen, if you think Twitter will be even-handed in its application of this policy, well then, one of two things. I would ask you, what what color is the sky in your world? Or I would say run for your life, because wherever you are, there's a very, very bad gas leak, and you are in danger. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.